Poet Revolt Cosmetics helps you shine in all your moments with a variety of clean, cruelty-free, and non-sticky lip glazes. This makeup artist's created and approved brand carefully curates clean ingredients including peppermint to help you feel good and do good as a portion of proceeds goes to selected mentorship programs that give youth and young adults the confidence and tools to be successful. Holt Revolt offers long-lasting shine and moisture, and this is the part I'm excited about, Taylor. Tell me about it. <laughs> Holt Revolt is also offering our listeners a 10% discount off your next purchase using code CIRCLE when you check out. Get glazed today at HoltRevolt.com. That's H-A-U-T-E-R-E-V-O-L-T.com. Awesome. Go check it out, y'all. Check it out. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Inner Circle Podcast. Yes, and we have a co-host. I feel like this episode is full with a whole bunch of co-hosts. Yeah. Do you, did Junior say podcast? Say podcast. Oh, he just said it. Oh, yes, good, good job. job. So that's Amber's son, Junior. So he came on just to help us welcome you to our episode about mindset. Yes, in season three. Yes, in season three. So the biggest thing about mindset that we talked about in this episode is really how much it has on our um perspective of reality so while our mindset is not necessarily the reality it can create a reality around us so we had bianca Wright, since y'all love her on. yes 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 and it was a lot of fun like we touched on multiple different types of mindset and ideas and pre- preparation and a whole bunch of different things so that was cool yeah, I had a really good time with it. This was definitely in my wheelhouse and yours. You have a lot of tips about getting yourself to the mindset that you want to be in to thrive. Um, and, you know, there's survival mindset and there's thriving mindset. And yes. we talked about the difference in that. Yep. So hi, we yeah. hope that you guys enjoy. Hi, yeah. And Junior says hi to the to the people. You say hi. Okay. Uh, Junior. Hi. Uh, they always don't want to perform when you want them to. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy. Say bye. Bye-bye. It's Amber Sharif and it's Taylor Bree. <laughs> this is the Inner Circle Podcast. Welcome, welcome, y'all. It's not been that long, but we, we took made a season two. three. Yeah, we made a season three. We took a two-week little hiatus. Yes. Yep. We came back rejuvenated. Yep. Yes. So, Amber, how has your week been? Uh, my week has been good. I am on the cusp of a vacation. Good for you. Uh, don't be a hater. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on the cusp of a vacation. And so I am just trying to make it to Friday. Well, you are doing it very gracefully. You'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there. How about you? 
I'm doing well. Um, I had a really good weekend. Um, Friday, I oh, hung you out. said the week. Well, yeah. I did say the week, but really, I feel like my week happened in the weekend, you know? Okay. Because every day was kind of the same old, same old. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess if we want to go to the week, we've been pushing because our contract's going to the end. So last week was actually very busy at work. So the fun part, you know, work can be fun the fun part happened over the weekend okay um so friday i hung out with some co-workers there were some parts of it that aren't fun because um my co-workers going through a lot and so um you know just being healing and having a really uh wholesome time with lots of wine <laughs> <laughs> was kind of how friday went down and then saturday um I don't remember what happened. Oh, I had to work on Saturday. But when I came home from work, I got a blast from the past. My old boss had messaged me. So we had a really good 30 minute conversation. And I really had a good time with that. And after that, it had been raining most of the day, Mm -hmm. not really cute at all. But I was like, you know what, if it's raining, I'm going to the pool, I'm going to get wet anyway. So I'm just going to go sit out there and I looked outside and the sun was shining (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm going to grab my laptop and do some work for the rebranding. Okay. I'm sitting in the pool, right? Like just minding my own business. And this guy comes over to me with an African accent (laughs) and he's like, come take shots with us. And I was like, you don't even know my name. And you're asking me to take shots with you. He was like, you're right. I don't know your name, but I will later. (laughs) (laughs) So I took a shot of tequila, which if you really know me, I love tequila. I love it too. I don't take shots. Mm. Um, I am a wino, not Mm. an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I like wine. I don't do too much hard liquor. So um, yeah, that was about the only shot I took. So you were bent. Um, No, I wasn't drunk. It's not about me getting drunk. It's about the flavor. Like I don't enjoy shots. I enjoy a mixed drink. I enjoy wine. Shots are not fun to me. I understand. So anyways, um, (laughs) I ended up spending like three hours with him. And uh, turns out he's like my upstairs neighbor. That's wild. And he listens to this podcast. So shout out to you. if you are listening um but yeah so it was a really good time and it was it took a really uh it took turns that I was not expecting Mm -hmm. it was very unscripted like even my boss um or principal investigator from the research lab um kind of talking to me about grad school and stuff he popped out of nowhere too so all of these things are very unscripted and I really had a great weekend because of it. So good. Yeah. We'll have to see if this neighbor becomes a love interest. Well, I neighbor. Moving. Oh, okay. So... Bye neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they were out because they were celebrating his moving and or just a farewell party type of situation. I see. Yeah. So that was fun. Well, cool. Uh, my weekend wasn't as exciting so i can just save it oh then we went to that party together i mean the two-year oh yeah yeah party. <laughs> i was like the 
you know why yeah. I have two fish now oh that's something else now I have yeah. two fish I was not planning to have yeah, one true. fish let alone juniors <laughs> so we went to um we went to a cousin's my cousin has a son or daughter mm-hmm. as old as junior and so um, she was hosting a two-year-old birthday party for her daughter and it was circus theme and so there was farm animals you could ride a uh, pony you could get your face painted mm-hmm. balloons uh junior had so much fun he did mm-hmm. you do chalk bubbles coloring and um they had uh they instead of goodie bags they sent home with the kids each kid got a goldfish to go home <laughs> with and so Nick, each kid well each person <laughs> <laughs> and so um Nicholas said we could not uh, take in a goldfish. He wasn't <laughs> willing to invest the time or the money. So yeah, we'll yeah. yeah, we'll save the rest yeah, of the we'll conversation. Sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the goldfish we Taylor adopted um the goldfish on our behalf. So what did you name him or her? I haven't named them. Okay. And I am binary. So I think there's a girl and there's a boy. Okay. okay. And then I also might have splurged on their house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad because I went to <laughs> I went to PetSmart. Like See, that's just, why that's yeah. why he said no. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna get them a five dollar little glass bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, some grandparents may put candy in that type of bowl. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> put the rocks at the bottom. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I was gonna mm-hmm. do. And then they didn't have any of them at PetSmart. Mm-hmm. They only I got the cheapest one and it was still like more than I was expecting to pay <laughs> and it has like led lights it has oh a God. filter I don't even know how to hook up the dang thing so and I was like I'm gonna, container yeah um. I was like I'm gonna like take this back and my best friend convinced me because she's always I tell her if I've ever like if I ever murder someone I know she would be the person who would be like it's okay it's fine <laughs> like she's an enabler <laughs> Because she was like, no, they deserve it. It's going to look so cute. <laughs> so now I have this fish tank that I it just happened. Got like, it. All of it just happened so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'm going to have to come over. Junior's going to have to go see his uh, pet fish at your house and yeah. see what new home they have. Yeah, I haven't set it up yet because I looked at it and I was like, that's too much work right now Mm. I have to go back to the pet store to get some rocks and some decorations for the tank so it's it's a process Mm -hmm. I'm also scared about killing them because they said the tap water is toxic to them so I have Mm -hmm. to get special water for them Mm -hmm. so it's like that's why Nick said no it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much to feed them yet I've overfed them the night before and then so there's food at the bottom oh, Lord. and then today I only sprinkled a little and they were like still gulping at the top trying to get more so I don't know I'll figure it out well hopefully they're alive when you go home tonight they'll be alive <laughs> <laughs> all righty so we haven't had a podcast that was just Taylor and I it's in so long <laughs> Mm-hmm. um and so we owe that to you guys just so. kidding it's not just the two of us oh yeah 
<laughs> so we have brought on my line sister again, Bianca Wright, uh, to the podcast. She's visiting, so she's gonna be a co-host today. Yeah. And you guys really, really like Bianca. A visiting host. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so she is going to be um chatting with us, dipping in and contributing to the conversation. Um before we get the word of the day we're going to be our word of the week thank you it's <laughs> a respect on my word of the week oh, whatever <laughs> um we are going to talk about mindset today so um taylor what is the word of the week yes so the word of the week is perspective okay so oxford Di- dictionary defines perspective um as a noun and it's the art of drawing solid objects on a two-dimensional surface and i'm going to actually not finish that definition we're gonna go ahead and switch over to what i meant which is a particular attitude (laughs) towards okay bring it together a particular attitude toward or or way of regarding something, a point of view. So um, I think that relates to mindset. And um, I guess a lot of things can change when your perspective changes. Um, That's pretty much the basis of getting your life together. (laughs) You got to change your perspective of the situation at the beginning of the day, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you have to execute. But um, that's pretty much all I want to say about that. And I think we'll have a lot more to expand on perspective in our conversation about mindset. Yep. So I guess a good segue is what's your perspective or your idea or your understanding of mindset and the topic of mindset to the group? Yeah. Uh, What does mindset mean to you? Mindset for me is more of a uh, place of being right so it starts everything mind body soul right all of those have to be connected and working together for a to set an intention and so I think it really starts with the soul piece and then you go and manifest that into a mind piece. What's the plan? And then the body piece is let's go ahead and execute it. So when I think of mindset, I oftentimes think of soul intention and um, goals, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say the same thing. I don't want to piggyback. No, um, do. Um, but I think, not I think, I know. For me, a mindset is is literally just my state of mind. Um, and so what I'm thinking, but you know, the whole saying, you're, what you think is what you become yes. or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so <laughs> that's, it's just where it's, just, it's the starting line for me. It's interesting that Taylor said soul, but it is, um, it's the starting line. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So about you, think, Amber? Yeah. I think with mindset, um I think for me when I think of mindset I think of like reflection perseverance Mm -hmm. um but I also think of mindset well mainly perseverance because 
I always think of like from a business standpoint or more of a tactful standpoint where it's just like if you change the way you think of of something it can kind of change I don't know the goal that you're trying to accomplish or your environment that you're in or you know if something seems to be so hard that if you try to just change your mindset um like you'll be able to persevere through it I think there's a lot more to it but whenever I think of mindset I think of just perseverance yeah and so the quote that Bianca was talking about um comes from Buddha and I'm pretty sure if it comes from Buddha becomes a a phase or not a phase uh a thought of reincarnation is what mm. I'm what it makes me think of but mm-hmm. the quote is verbatim what you think you become what you feel you attract and what you imagine you create mm. um I love every single bit of that because I can tell you for the last while like I haven't felt myself Mm. and um over last week I know there's a lot of planet transitions and stuff that I know we're not gonna get into here (laughs) we're not gonna get into here but what I do have to tell you is um I started to feel like putting my energy out like going to the pool I could have done the stuff that I was going to do in my bathtub which is going to be an awesome um self-care tip of the week (laughs) but I decided you know what let me get out and put my energy out there and see what comes of it right Mm -hmm. um I wasn't expecting anything but I felt a sense of uh belonging and projecting and I think that oftentimes leads to a reality right and because you're going to attract vibration equal vibrations come together so I think getting yourself to a place to put out that energy um is ground zero right Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I think on that Hmm. oh interesting well I would say so when when we're thinking about mindset what is some times where you felt like you really had to implement a new mindset in order for you to be able to get through a tough time or to accomplish a goal. Hmm. Girl, that's me right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, I am in a stage in life where every day I have to tell myself it's okay that I woke up, which I know that sounds dark, but I Mm-hmm. don't mean that way but it's like it's okay that I woke up and like everything's gonna be okay today mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because I am in a season of grief and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. everything is dark around me yeah and mm-hmm. so um I've noticed that when I when I actually remember to do it mm-hmm. there's always something good or random that comes from the day um so similar to Taylor I didn't go to a pool but <laughs> when I woke up and just felt like I want to put my energy out there or I want to be surrounded by something different because I've been um in this brief stage or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. um I went out <laughs> look I went outside since we all outside right now yeah. I went outside <laughs> and I had the most random fun mm-hmm. and I, which we don't have to go down, but I have uh, my own insecurities about Mm -hmm. my looks 
And it was interesting because I went outside four days in a row, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Thursday, it was like, I felt like it was like people were just cool. People were nice. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But I had such a great time Thursday that I went back Friday and mm-hmm. I brought a friend. And Friday, I don't know what happened. I don't know if everybody got paid and they were feeling themselves. But <laughs> it was a line. Wow. Of God. Like literally we were sitting at this table that you uh, at the, like we weren't at the end. So a guy mm-hmm. was walking up, coming to the end. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that guy left, another guy was right there. Oh and God. to the point where my friend was like, I need to go out with you every weekend. I'm like, <laughs> I never, I don't know what this is. I don't know. But, but again, it started, sorry, going back mm-hmm. to mindset, mm-hmm. it started with me deciding like, okay, it's going to be okay. I'm about to go outside. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. Even if nothing happens and I'm a planner so even yeah. if nothing happens it will still be a good time yeah and it was amazing I love so that really Taylor's like I need to go with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah Taylor you would have enjoyed that <laughs> and you out in North Carolina right yes yeah so I know I love a man with a country accent a black man with a country accent that's something different for me anyways <laughs> a time for me when I realized I need to change my mindset. Um, I truly think that this is kind of recent for me. There's many times throughout life that, I mean, I've made intentional changes, right? But as I am a young adult, there's not been that much, um, I guess, a consequence for me not changing my mind at some point, Mm -hmm. right? And so now that I see consequences for or not consequences, but there, there are certain repercussions that happen when you don't have the right mindset. Like, oh, I don't really want to budget. And then it's like, but you still are going to pay these bills. So you cannot <laughs> budget if you don't want to. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I, I think for me, the mindset changes come when I'm not happy with what the product is currently. So um, right now, I think I'm going through a mindset change in what I want to do uh, as life, as a career, and as I expand into a different place. I am just now coming to a place of knowing that I have to build something for myself and knowing that I know what I want and I've been told so many times that what I want is not possible Mm. Mm. um and that's kind of what shuts down that openness to um letting things flow right Mm -hmm. um and I I say this in the sense that I wanted to be a doctor right Mm. shadow doctors realize that is not what I want to do mm-hmm um also my idea of being a doctor looked different than all the doctors that I had shadowed Mm. and when I talked to them about what I wanted they're oh that's not what's going to happen Mm -hmm. you're going to get this degree (laughs) you're going to be hundreds of thousands in debt and you're going to work just like I work just like most doctors 99% of doctors do Mm -hmm. unless you think you're going to be that one percent but kind of like telling me they didn't think I could be that one percent right and um so that's like kind of the mindset I'm like thinking about a lot of different things and 
um, knowing now I want to get into freelancing. Um, but to be I a free, well, yeah. When did this happen? Freelancing in what? Bioinformatics. Oh, okay. And so to have that, I have to have a trade, right? Um, I want to be getting paid ample <laughs> and also not be bound to a company, right? Because companies aren't there for growing your wealth. That is not, when you work for somebody else, that's never going to be the goal, right? Um, I want to sit on the beach and be making residuals off of investments. Like, you know, I know my dreams are really big, but I think the mindset of what you deserve is kind of what it comes back to for me. Um, so yeah that's my story and I'm sticking to it (laughs) (laughs) I didn't answer your question I mean (laughs) I mean you're fine I mean I think you answered it enough when you talked about shadowing doctors because you know the original question was mainly like what would you what where's the time you had to change your mindset and so I think transitioning from collegehood to adulthood is Mm -hmm. uh traumatic Mm-hmm. at least for me it kind of was Dramatic. well I mean, they ripped the blinders off well I will say this I know Bianca's <laughs> <laughs> mind blown she's like what happened to y'all I've been in these streets since I was 16 I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems like um I will say this my first co- my first position out of college mm-hmm. and uh, moving to a state that I didn't have family there mm-hmm. and starting a new job where I walked in and I mean I, I can look back and say I was a little bit arrogant uh, or just dumb because you're 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 new you know like you think you know everything you don't know anything you know mm-hmm. like you know stuff but you don't know the real world stuff that we have to deal with at work yeah. you know and so just looking back at it and you know just different dynamics of work I was just thinking like do I even want to do accounting Mm -hmm. and that was like two years out that was before I went on the journey of getting a CPA yeah so I think like and then you have like your student loans that come in then you have Mm -hmm. like bills Mm -hmm. and you can't call your parents or you can't you know and you got to figure out how to pay these bills and they're your responsibility and if you lose your job now you have to call somebody to go live with them because you can't you know hold up your alligator like it's world world yeah you thought that at 22 well I mean I had my first apartment at 19 oh Mm -hmm. I thought you graduated at 21 I did graduate at 21 but that wasn't my my first first apartment apartment. and so it's different when you have uh refund checks Mm -hmm. (laughs) to help versus how did you get refund checks because I had scholarship oh oh, you know what and then I had (laughs) then I stayed in state well you stayed in state too but it was just yeah I was bringing it back to how you said um transitioning from college to Mm -hmm. adulthood is traumatic so Mm -hmm. I'm asking was your mindset at 22 everything that you just laid out and can't call my parents if I lose my job like well you were thinking about all of that at 22 well I was yeah because I think the so just full transparency um like at that time my mom and I weren't as close as we are now um Mm -hmm. and so being the oldest also her being having to take care of two other kids um not being anywhere near the state of Ohio she was in um in California it was just 
different where I've been always trying to be independent. So going out somewhere where I can't call my grandma, can't call my Nana and Papa to come and help me or, you know, just different things where you're depending on someone when you are uh, in college. It was just like, I don't want to come off like I'm a failure. Mm. Like I need to figure out how to do this shit and, and survive without, and I mean, I had to call my mom cause I was broke before I started my job. I didn't have no money. I was in the red in my bank account because I didn't have a job and I used the last little bit of money to pay my um, security deposit and everything. Taylor knows she stayed with me for that first month. We were eating off of my, um, dad's child support <laughs> mm-hmm. to for until I started working um but then like I knew that I just I didn't want to be a burden to anyone and I knew that my family had sacrificed a lot um especially looking back my mother mm-hmm. and so my mindset was like it was more like a uh, fight or flight Mm-hmm. Like I need to you were figure. Surviving. Yeah, I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you have a mindset shift? Yeah. Uh, when I had to call my mom and ask her for fifty dollars, that's what I need to get I to mean, work. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that was a actual action. But like, uh, I think sometimes when we're in survivor mode, that yeah. stress is so high that you yeah. do like the stress that you feel during survivor mode yeah. is actually like if I don't perform I will die so yeah. when did you like how did you come to a mindset that you know what if I need to survive I have the resources well I mean I feel like I've always um not always because that's such a permanent word um I feel like I try to continuously be intention, like try to be resourceful Mm -hmm. and that start so to answer your question answer your guys's question I would say that started out like in high school yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like you've always been resourceful yeah yeah. and so I've always tried to but then also I've always seen my mom our mom make a dollar out of 25 cents huh Well, (laughs) well well just like she had taken on so much of a responsibility being a single mom, not saying my, our dad didn't, you know, assist in other yeah, ways, but yeah, she was our main person that we were around all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think I have an appreciation that I did when I was a child than I do as an adult, mm-hmm. but I would say like, I, it, I knew either there was going to be a a push or pull if I asked her for something yeah versus like let me figure out how I don't have to ask her for anything Mm -hmm. unless it's something that I legally can't do yeah like Mm -hmm. that I need her for yeah so like I need her to sign my I think yeah I need her to sign my FAFSA so I can get this money for college um I need her to obviously pay for my insurance on my car because I legally can't carry insurance at 16 yeah on a car you know but I'm gonna figure out how to put money or how to get oil change yeah how to you know if there's a huge expense on it see if I can pay it if I can't ask for help but always have like money or just be resourceful if I you know 
So I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. But. It does make that, sense. Yeah. And do you think that comes though from you being the oldest? Like I know you had the episode before about birth theory, but yeah. Because it's interesting hearing you talk because even though I mean I'm a couple months older than you, but we're about the same age, I have a completely different perspective or mindset but I'm also the baby yeah mm. and so do and, I as yeah well, and as I'm like baby. when I got my car I couldn't tell you if I ever got an oil change it better my daddy was there like I know how to check the oil I, you know, I know how to do some basic things but yeah I never I wouldn't say I was considerate yeah mm-hmm. in that way and then even the going back to your comment about college to adulthood being traumatic like I did leave college pregnant and so that came with its own things, but I felt like I was money bag yo. And if I've been surviving of this five thousand, let's yeah. see what this sixty k yeah. do yeah. at twenty two. So, and it it really wasn't until I um, I made the decision to leave my company and move to the south, but I moved without a job, and so mm-hmm. I went from I don't need anything or anyone to oh I need everybody right now mm-hmm. um and um I I would say I had some points that was similar to yours but a major mind shift and I want to ask you guys do you do you remember a moment in life where something was really uh shifted your perspective on things I am 31 right now so when I was 29 mm-hmm when yeah I was 29 about 30 I um, have a mentor at my current job and I was just telling her about things just in general but I was complaining about my job Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. but I was saying like all these things people are doing to me doing to me and she's like what are they actually doing to you no one's doing Mm -hmm. anything to To you yeah Mm and I'm like what do you mean like I just gave you (laughs) all of these examples and she's like no I really want you to sit back and think about what that means and for me it helped me to see for one nobody really owes you anything like Mm -hmm. honestly not even your parents Mm -hmm. um and so it's like no one owes me anything the reality is no one's really doing anything to me it's how I'm choosing to respond into these scenarios that are giving me the results that I have today Mm -hmm. so if I just shift my mind and not get so easily offended or take everything so personal yeah it just seems like life will be easier easier. and literally since that conversation like I had gotten two promotions at work and Mm -hmm. so being in a better financial situation got a house got Mm -hmm. some mental stuff together still working on the physical because I like bread but it's like (laughs) (laughs) it was that one moment Mm -hmm. has transformed even me now so do you guys have like a moment like that well I just want to comment on the fact that you at 29 are going through a Saturn return which is a shift of mine anyways um at a (laughs) at a different level right for myself um Amber and I have a lot of conversations where I want to be like stfu but <laughs> i also Tell me how you really feel <laughs> but i also like i i'm um hard on the outside and i'll be like whatever you don't know whatever and then when i'm in my bathtub or shower having <laughs> thoughts i'm like okay well what are they actually saying right now right what is amber actually trying to say to me 
And I know Amber was grinning at me right when Bianca said, your parents don't owe you anything. <laughs> because that How is many times have I said that to you that today? something that Amber said to me when I was like stressed to the T about staying in school. I had already been unenrolled in my classes because of a financial situation. And Amber was like, so what are you going to do? Uh, what do you mean what am I going to do well that's not mom's job you need to figure it out yes it is mom's job yes it is she told me she told me and then it became a okay so actually though what are you going to do so um what's nice is I had so much grace so much grace and gratitude for the grace that I've been given in the sense that at the same time I'm going through this crap I'm a part of this research program and um it just came up in talking about like you know shooting shit before class started and the professor heard me say that like I just had been it was summer school I had just been unenrolled in all my classes um because of financial stuff and she's like do you need to figure that out and I was like yeah I'm trying to she's like well there's this program um you know you could apply for and you know there's grants that I can get you and stuff like that and so um I got helped out in that um perspective and I think at that point asking for help um, and also knowing what resources are available to me um, kind of shifted my mindset into, no, it's no one else's job to. Yes, you've been very um, blessed and looked after most of your life. So maybe you don't understand how to utilize those resources. Mm. Um, so I think the mind shift, the mindset shift came at a point where I knew like there were things out there for me to have everything that I wanted I just needed to find them and cultivate the life that I want really yeah and I think for me I think of two different times of my life um um the first one so if I think about my career um and I think about different managers that I have had, I would say some have been uh, more, um, I wouldn't say hand-holding, but a little bit more of a guider and a mentor. Mm -hmm. And then some have been like, better figure this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like semi-responsibility, we're all adults here, do your damn job. You know, and so I think... Um, dealing with different types of personalities and different manage being under different managers I would say my mindset kind of with Bianca was uh I had a manager that was just really tough like I just think of her she was just she's very tough and she did not tolerate um like bullshit so mm -hmm. I think working underneath her uh, even though it was really hard, I think it changed my mindset to when I went to work for other people after her. Like, I'm like, this is breeze. Like, yeah. you know, like she, she forced me to be resourceful. Like if I asked her for help, she's just like, I'm not helping you on this. Or, you know, she 
maybe sometimes she would, Mm -hmm. but she would be like, you have all the resources that you need. You need to figure Mm -hmm. this out, you know? Um, And you need to utilize other people outside of me, you know, to figure out whatever answer you need to get. And so I think it's a curse and a blessing. I think in that particular role that I was working in, I had a chance to build relationships from the top of the food chain all the way down to, you know, the people that are the same position as me because I was more towards the bottom. But then like, I feel like at a detriment, like when it comes to other companies, especially Mm -hmm. right now, I'm in a larger company, there's a structure and a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. You cannot go talk to the, even though you might know, you might have a very casual relationship with the CFO or or the CAO, like you don't go all the way up to them and have conversations about different things that are going on in your workload Yeah, that you might be having issues with. You need to talk to all the way at the bottom where your manager is, yeah. you know, and that's the appropriate. So I feel like, um, but that mindset change helped me to be more confident in my role and understand that if my manager can't help me in whatever I'm working on, that no offense to who, you know, I'm not saying that's what I have going on right now, but if that was an issue, Mm -hmm. I will get my job done with or without you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so, but I think that's a good thing because, um, I think earlier in my career, it's always been like, they didn't teach me or I didn't get trained or Mm -hmm. they left me out and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're all here. We're all adults. Like do your fucking job. Yeah. Sorry for cussing y'all, but you know, I mean, I just, I just have to, I can't refrain. Sometimes there are certain things that you just do need to be trained on. Sure. Sure. There's basic technical things to your job that are appropriate. As a biologist, it's like, clinically required sure, for you to sure. have to but at the same time I get what you're we're saying. talking about cultural type of uh, soft skills that can't be taught that, like child. be be to your meetings on time yeah come prepared yeah learn how to cr- uh create an email that is uh comprehensive that yeah. get that that sending it out with intention and purpose yeah figure out when is it a right time to schedule a meeting versus when it is a, not, a right time to not waste 30 minutes of people's day mm-hmm. when you can just send an email yeah you know like just different learning how to not sit there and figure out okay I can't figure out the answer so I'm just not gonna do anything no you need to either get in this this workbook and figure out what data you are looking at or figure out who would know this that's outside of the person that you report to if that's necessary like it's those like skills not like you know sequencing and stuff that you talk about at work yeah um now i'll just finish this one because i know i'm a little long-winded on that example but the next one i would have to say is um what uh nothing um i've never shared this with you guys uh on the podcast but um looking back at it i honestly think after well so i had i got pregnant as soon as after we um got married soon after and then like it was that transition of mindsets between uh, being a wife a new wife and then being mm. a, a mom yeah and then um honestly i mean for all the mommies out there like we are amazing human beings that have created life and brought children into this world but if I'm being transparent I didn't enjoy the process of baking a kid 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew that I, I wanted the blessing, but sacrificing your body, sacrificing everything for, you know, um, this individual, this baby was a lot after I've already sacrificed myself as an individual for my husband. Mm-hmm. I was no longer Amber Smith, this reputation that I had built for myself. I was Nicholas's wife, you know, which was like hard for me and that changing that mindset. But I think um, if I'm getting to the point after I had my baby, I was still dealing with being Nicholas's wife and now being Junior's mom where and struggling with different things and postpartum that I think I had postpartum depression if I'm really looking back at it. It's being transparent. It could be in multiple different it can come out in multiple different ways, but, and I won't go into in, in depth because we're focusing on the positive side of mindset um, and just tips and different things. But I would probably have to say like, it wasn't until I really was intentional about my physical health that in changing that mindset, when I felt like I was slowly becoming back to the old Amber um and it didn't matter if I was a wife or a mom. Yeah. And I'm still working on it. But I've been on this journey for almost nine months. Mm-hmm. Started in October last yeah. year. And I have seen a dramatic shift in my attitude and energy. energy. Yes, everything. Confidence and all of that. And I think that... um like that whole mind shift change, you know, I'll definitely give all the props to my support system, but then also props to Rihanna Edmonds that had her built her company queen for life, because honestly, I had been following her on um, Facebook for a while, um, but didn't really uh, realize that I needed something as like more of an accountability. Cause at the end of the day, weight loss and everything that you want to do in your life is always, you have to start that yourself. Nobody can force you to get to where you want to be in the mindset you want to have, but there are people and tools along the way and resources that will help you meet your goals. And I think her program has, you know, help me get to where I want to be. So, yeah. I think, um, especially I, to answer your beauty, question, Bianca, um, in the beauty society, it's it's hard when you don't feel like you look like how you want to. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it also comes to a really practical who you are because you've always been active your whole life and Mm -hmm. I also think like throughout life we go through so many transitions Mm -hmm. and um transitions can be traumatic and Mm -hmm. I think we sometimes don't really give enough um gratitude or attention to the frequent flux that we're going through right Mm -hmm. so it's like really hard for us to really grasp um everyone looking at let's say a postpartum they look at someone who just had a baby like oh my god you just had this baby Mm -hmm. this is you have such a beautiful kid this is so amazing and they don't really give the the time to the mother to be like 
yeah, you just had a baby. That's a lot. Like, <laughs> let me, let yeah. me do this for you. Let me like, you need anything? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Uh, the simple question could be, what do you need right now? And that's always um, in certain situations, the first question that I like to ask, like, so do you want me to just listen? Do you want me to give you some solutions? Do you need words of encouragement? Because that does shape your mindset as the receiving individual, right? Like if you know you just need to get it out on the table to share your experience so that there's transparency in what's happening, then that's just that. You just need a listening ear. Um, I don't want to get too far off the the train but I had just a lot of troubled souls if you will come to me last week and I feel that um we just don't take the time to ask what people need and so I think that's a mind shift mindset shift that I would like to see yeah and I think um the experiences that you have what I what I heard from your story and the journey that you shared from mm-hmm. college up until now it is as you've gone through these different life experiences your mind shifted and I know one of the things we were talking about before is like Michelle Obama's book mm-hmm. Becoming um I haven't read the book game but I've owned it since it came out so I don't want to know that <laughs> it's just on my bookshelf like the other 200 books that are there and um but it, it seemed like she was responsible for changing her mindset in different scenarios, right, Amber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just like, uh, I mean, I, I like Michelle Obama's book because like she really went from childhood and how she was very like rigid and perfectionist and really wanted to like be that, you know, shining star to now. I mean, she still is kind of a shining star, but like, in all different stages of her life, she's had to really change the way that she looks at things and understands that perfection is not always, you know, you're not going to be perfect. No one's perfect. And you kind of have to just be flexible, kind of have to just change the way you look at things. No one owes you anything. You know, you kind of have to just figure out how to take matters into your own hands and then realize the things that you can't uh control like her dad like she talks about in the book about how she tried to you know the situation with her dad being sick and Mm -hmm. you know the way that her and her brother um you know was going through it and the way that her mom you know was more of denial they're fine you know he's fine he's good and it's just like you know no it like I think towards the end she just you know she realized this is out of her hands and that she just kind of had to um, you know, uh, figure out what was the best way to help her family or when it came to working out with her hut or having a baby and her being her and Barack having different, um, it like just trying to conceive, yeah, schedules and conceive, like just trying to figure out how to, you know, have this one baby that she wants or two babies that she wants and what that's going to look like. And, and really talking about self-care and stuff and really putting like her gym schedule she talked about 
um, how she used to always get pissed that Barack would always have all this time to do everything that he wanted to do and she couldn't figure out how to do half the things that she wanted to. Yeah. So it sounds like mostly throughout becoming um, yeah. Michelle Obama is talking about how different phases of life have called for different, if you will, phases of her. Um, and so in that there are shift of mindsets, but then there's the core of who you are. So yeah, you can realize that you can't be a perfectionist. Everything's not going to be perfect, but to the core of who you are, you will try your damn hardest to make it that way. Um, being a try hard and um, continuing to be a succeeder. Um, you said succeeder. Succeeder. Oh, okay. Successful. For some reason, when you said succeeder, I was thinking like car. <laughs> <laughs> So an overachiever. <laughs> yes, I was so confused. Like, what's that? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. Sorry, I had what's a, but what is a six seater? Because I know an eight seater. I know a seven seater. Yeah, seven, eight, Whoa. five. Anyways. <laughs> I guess a pickup truck, if you have the third seat in the middle, that's illegal now. But anyway, in the front, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so You're right. I'm just saying in the sense of <laughs> going back to mindset. So, okay, you mentioned Becoming being one of the books. Well, Bianca had mentioned oh, Becoming. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. because you mentioned it at a different I know. time. Yeah, I know. And so I guess when we're talking about shifting mindsets, sometimes reading and literature can or even just input can help. I can tell you something that changed my mindset um, for um, what Black healing looks like, Ooh. what a um, wellness space for Black people looks like was actually Black Girl and Ohm. That was the first podcast. That? They're actually, it's funny that you didn't know them because we, um, I found them while I was in Chicago and they're mm. two black creatives at the beginning. Now I believe it's just Lauren Ash. Um, at the beginning, there was two who came together and um, just made a space of black wellness. Mm. So she's mm. into retreats. She's mm -hmm. like super um, just very holistic. And I mm -hmm. really enjoyed that. So then that turned into me listening to um black therapy for black girls mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. dr joy mm -hmm. is it, is it, yeah. yeah and um i was listening to that last night and she had this professor on and i was like i love this because i was a african-american um african studies minor and they're mm -hmm. talking about black religion and the mindset that white christianity or christianity and general has put black people especially in america in thinking of black gods as um dark and uh voodoo as this twisted mm. religion but that's not at all what it was um and there was just a whole bunch of different things so i get going down the the rabbit hole mm -hmm. but i say sometimes when we change our mindset yeah, there's like a clearing energy that may need to happen, but most time it's changing your input that's going to really change your view and mm -hmm. your perspective at the end of the day. Because if you don't know any better, how do you do better? True. So um, I say that as a long 
long-winded introduction to the question, what are some of your tools or resources when a change of mindset or a reaffirming of mindset is necessary? Or have you just, you know, mindset? I'll let Bianca go first. Mindset oh. resources. Mindset resources. It could be music too, because for Ooh, me, bag Jesus. ladies. <laughs> bag ladies would get my mind all the way right. Yeah, bag lady Jesus. makes me think about when we were online. Yeah, yeah right. That's oh, not a good memory for her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, a more recent one is Woman Evolve by mm-hmm. Sarah Jakes Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has a podcast. I know Amber um Amber listens to. Um, so the layout of her podcast, one of the things she started was this segment called Rescue Eve. Mm-hmm. And she spends the first chapter of her book explaining the concept of why we should rescue Eve. Mm-hmm. And it ultimately is about a mind shift because especially as women, like a lot of us always say, when we get to heaven, we need to ask Eve, was the apple worth it? This is what we <laughs> have to go through. Yeah. Like, and we can be angry about it when when you shift, um, which I won't give away the book, but when you shift the way you think about what Eve or who Eve was at yeah. the time, what the scenario was, um, it really caused me to stop that one chapter. Like, I honestly, I'm only on like chapter four because mm-hmm. I go back and read that one chapter. Mm-hmm. It causes me to like practically shift everything that I think. Yeah. Um, and so I would definitely say if you are a, a woman um, and you are interested in a mindset shift, you feel like something's off, Woman Evolve book by Sarah J. Roberts is definitely a good um, tool. And then another one that I feel like I always have to plug is Divine Franklin. He came out with a mm-hmm. new book called Live Free. Mm. And um, and he's, it's about getting rid of this survival mentality that we talked about earlier in the prison that is in our mind. Um, so once you set your mind on being free mm-hmm. and what that really means and looks like for you, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really powerful. So those yeah. two books are, are pulling me out of the darkness right now. Yeah. What about you, Amber? Um. I would probably have to say, so I like a mixture between podcasts and books. And so I consume a lot of podcasts on a daily basis. And so some of them that have been helpful for me with my mindset change is I would, I, I would also piggyback off of Bianca when she um, spoke about women involved, because I listen to Sarah every uh, every week I think Wednesday is when she drops her um, podcast and so she's hilarious um, because I she keeps it real and I also didn't realize that she was our age I thought mm-hmm. she was older than us and when she was like yeah I'm 32 I was like she 32 she playing <laughs> and I looked her up on Wikipedia or Google and she really was 32 so it's just like <laughs> interesting um, her perspective on life and the things that she's gone through so I'm gonna have to pick up that book to kind of really hear her story um I also gain um I would say so as far as inspiring my mindset um another podcast that I listen to is uh Behind the Brilliance with Mm -hmm. um Lisa Bell, hold on, Lisa Nicole Bell. So this one's more focused on entrepreneurship. So I thought 
Um, I found her years ago when I was looking um, for podcasts in the tech space. And so she sits out in California. She doesn't, she hasn't posted any recent seasons um, now, but uh, just going back and kind of listening to her speak with all of her kind of like people in her inner circle of people that she admires is always interesting because you can kind of hear them be transparent about, um, you know, what's going on in their lives, what's important, but yeah. I would have to say some tips that I would throw out. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna throw out some tips and you guys contribute to it. Is um we already talked about like podcasts and books, but I think like one of the things that is um one of the items or tasks or actions that has been helping me with my mindset change is I would have to say like um working out. Mm-hmm. Um and I know it's kind of weird because it's more of a self-care type yeah. of of um, item. Yeah. But I would have to say, like, I've always, uh, when I was young, younger, I like to challenge myself physically um, or just try to do new um, activities moving my body, whether that was Zumba, yoga, um, running, you know, marathon. Mm-hmm. I only ran one marathon. Let me not get ahead of myself. But, but you know, just yeah. challenging myself mentally and physically um well I would like to add that's yes it seems like it's just like a self-care tip but scientifically speaking um moving your body actually does do physiological things for you Mm -hmm. um and psychological if you really get down to it but one of my um instructors and she used to be my health coach always says that um movement creates emotion Mm. or emotion creates emotion something like that Mm -hmm. um where you know sometimes during spin like you we have that reflection time and you break down crying and it's just Mm -hmm. you just feel those emotions you Mm -hmm. know so I think that it's more than just like a vanity thing and if you're doing exercise for a vanity thing I think that you won't make it too far (laughs) in the sense that um if it comes down to looking good and you just want a fix to look Mm. good you'll save up the money and find a different way to do it under a knife right um yes it takes time it takes a lot of time discipline discipline it's there's a, a lot to be said for exercise and fitness mm-hmm. um, and I feel that I am fit and I'm not uh, anybody's model or anything like that well let me not say anybody's because nowadays you know models are all shapes and sizes but the conventional um, mm-hmm. model right so and I would say like I mean I agree with you I would say exercise has been I've oh, I've taken for granted always being uh, a smaller person growing up until I had my baby. Yeah, and... you weren't a fat kid like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so just really um, working out and seeing how hard it is mentally, physically, even like, and I, I always, uh, I apologize to Nicholas sometimes because when he was practicing bodybuilding, I saw his, you know, mental health kind of deteriorating at some points when he was um getting ready to try to compete like just his relationship with food and body image and I I don't think I completely understood it until um I physically had to do it so I agree with you like 
physical fitness and health and all of that other stuff is just very like intense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like once you, I feel like with anything, like even with your physical body, you have to have that mindset because it's hard, especially if you're trying to do like a Spartan run or a marathon or an Ironman or something like that. Yeah. So what's your next tip? Uh. You said you had tips. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I said I had a tip and I was going to throw it out to the group. I have an unconventional tip. Yeah. It won't fit for everybody. Go watch kids. Uh, Like, kids. kids. So, Mm -hmm. not babysitting, but like, go to a playground Mm -hmm. or just sit at a pool. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely don't do that. But it is something about watching children Mm -hmm. that I've noticed for me can shift Mm -hmm. my attitude Mm -hmm. um my negative to positive thinking right now all of um all of my mom's kid grandkids are here and I've been the one around them the most and typically like so I'm the aunt that auntie B loves the kids Mm -hmm. but I also am like a disciplinarian Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. so they love me and hate me at the same time Mm -hmm. um but when I was having moments where I realized I was a little bit too aggressive mm-hmm. with them. So it's like, okay, wait, you, you're a little, you're mad at something else. Yeah. I would just let them move how they wanted to move and it calmed me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just something about watching kids and just what their perspective is. So, but again, yeah. don't be weird about it. But, yeah. and if you have your own kids, just sit and watch your own kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, they're hilarious if you let them like shine and really not try to control them but let them be themselves yeah I was gonna add junior I was just telling him how much I love watching him grow up because you know he was like towel Isla I was like yes so getting the towel to dry Nyla like (laughs) like and then we were uh, Nyla asked what was my favorite color and I said purple. She told me all five of her favorite colors. <laughs> and then I asked Junior what was his favorite color. And I said, is it blue? And then he said, green. Then he said, red. Oh. And then he said, purple. And then he said, pink he said all the colors (laughs) and I was just even though he didn't answer the question (laughs) I just love the fact that he was just saying all the colors like that's really exciting to me Mm. especially because sometimes when it's just me and him he doesn't talk like I don't Mm. know if it's because he doesn't know what is okay and what's not Mm. Um, but he genuinely like I find it funny when I call on the phone or come over and he's running around and screaming and doing stuff because at my house he's like just chilling <laughs> we're in the car he's just looking at me so watching him grow up like I Amazing. definitely agree that kids are healing in a lot of ways yeah yeah um my tip I don't it's hard for me to really give tips about changing a mindset because I think everyone does what's right for them at that point in their life I think it's very woo woo and Amber would say just like not impractical but the opposite of practical (laughs) (laughs) to say that I really believe like listening to what 
um, listening to what is in front of you, um, listening to what is inside of you, and also to what those around you have to say about you as well. Um, so a lot of times our self-criticism can get in the way of what is the reality. Also listening to what's inside of you, not from a critical um, standpoint, but from a point of, I want something else, right? Like this is not suiting me anymore. So listening to that and also being really honest with what you need to improve on. Sometimes we uh, can look at ourselves in rolls of glasses just as often as we look at ourselves with a cynical view of you are, you know, a failure. You're never going to do what your family thought of you. You're not going to even do what you thought of yourself. And then the same thing can be true of us saying, well, you know, you've done your best. It's like, did you really do your best? Did you at spin when she said, turn the resistance up? Did you just put your hand on the knob so everybody else <laughs> thought you turned it up? <laughs> you know, so I think being really honest with yourself and taking an intentional view on what it is that you want and what it will take for you to get there mm. and being actual honest do you think you're capable of doing it? Do people around you see that potential for you? Like when you say, yeah, I'm gonna open up this business. Are people like, oh, cool. What's it gonna be? Like, when's it opening? And can you give them concrete details? Are you sitting there like, oh, that's cool. Like they they don't care or aren't invested in it because you aren't truly invested in it, right? So I think um, that that's my roundabout tip um being very intentional and clear on who you are and going from there well this this was good yeah you said some things to me i appreciate the tips and the resources <laughs> thank you for being the co-host yes yeah yes. we really enjoy having you on like amber said it seemed like everybody else loved having you on <laughs> with other, uh, your other episode, which is a part of season two, if you're interested. Season two, episode five. Um, mm -hmm. That's pretty much all that. Thanks for coming on, Bianca. Thank you, guys. And um, what is the self-care tip for the week? So the self-care tip That was a weird week. segue. No, Not it's bad. all good. No. <laughs> <laughs> So the self-care tip of the week. So it was Prime Day last week. And so I went on. You said Pride or Prime? Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess like it's kind of both. What? No. It's Pride no. Month. Well, okay, yes. But what I'm referring to. <laughs> Amazon Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, I just got on there just looking. I almost bought this item for like almost double the price a few weekends ago because I've been wanting it for a long time. What is this item? Or so you this don't want item, <laughs> I made a whole bath set for myself. That is the... Um, the reveal of the item so I made like a <laughs> bathtub tray is what okay. it is it's expandable so I can put a wine it has this cool little wine glass no. slot so you can fit the stem of your 
wine glass in the base into it so you won't knock it over it's really sturdy it has like a laptop it has a pencil or laptop holder space mm-hmm. a pencil holder a soap dish it had like everything it, 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 Awesome. I, I am very happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> um, some Epsom salts. And uh, what was the last? Oh, a bathtub pillow. Okay. And so I like after, you know, hanging out with my friends on Friday night, I ran the bath of like heaven. Okay. Um, and it really just allowed me to just sit in the bathtub for as long as I want. Because after a while, personally, me in the bathtub that I have, it's it's a reclining bathtub. Like, it's really cozy. But what was happening was, like, the plastic of the tub would, like, you know, get uncomfortable. So having this pillow there, mm-hmm. I had wine, I had popcorn, I had my laptop. Like, it was an Did amazing... Did you fall asleep in it? No. I was so content like even if I wanted to fall asleep the euphoria of it was just like (sighs) honestly okay so the self-care tip of the week (laughs) (laughs) invest in those little things that will make mundane activities something of worth right so when I took this bath um I was working on podcast stuff. I was um, also just listening to the new, I think it's the Her album, which was also amazing. And I really just felt in this place of contentment. And what happens when you're in a place of contentment is you expand the, I feel like I'm getting so hippy dippy, but you expand your capacity I'll just put it that way I wanted to say energy and vibration into the universe is truly how I feel it goes down Mm -hmm. um but really the capacity to take in so for me taking this bath was like a release of worries it was a opening of self to things that could be good for me oftentimes we try to preserve our energy because life is freaking tiring yeah and it has a way of taking that energy but instead I encourage everyone to find that little thing that may allow them to expand into the universe a little bit more so if you like to cook and you want to um make smoothies buy it a little blender and make yourself happy it'll be convenient it makes that experience just so much more enjoyable for you and um, I think it pays dividends into the energy that you'll attract got it so my health care tip of the week is find a way your self-care tip of the week uh, I always say health (laughs) care just like you yeah yeah so my self-care yes (laughs) my self-care tip of the week is to find the simplest way to enjoy the mundane things because lying under the mundane things is a wealth of expansion okay Mm -hmm.
So there's that. Wealth of in, in expansion. He yes. didn't get it out. Wealth of expansion. So, okay. Amber, what is our grind tip for the week? Um, so when we were preparing for this podcast, I wrote down some inspirational quotes. And so um, one of the things that I'm going to try to implement this season for season three um, and some of the podcasts that I'm listening to, or some of the episodes that we record, I'm going to share a podcast that I think might be beneficial, um, or even an episode or something I found on YouTube, like something social media related. Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes we're, uh, auditory, is that what it is? Auditory learner or yeah. listener, you know, yeah, we, auditory, yeah. uh, or visual, yeah. um, or tactile, Yes. Mm-hmm. And so. a combination of all three. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So we're going to start with a quote today. And then in the future, we'll do episodes and et cetera. So the quote that I thought was awesome is, uh, you may fight to, or you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. It's by Margaret Thatcher. You may have to fight a battle more than once to have to win it no to be able to win it you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it oh to win it Mm -hmm. okay so one of the things that i took from that was just thinking about like when we have our mindset um Mm. and how like sometimes things can be roadblocks and Mm -hmm. sometimes you kind of have to fight fight sometimes you have to fight the same battle multiple times to to overcome it because maybe the first time you didn't learn the lesson and what you were uh trying to fight through Hmm. so I really appreciate that I love that (laughs) no I am thinking how much I've thought in life right like this is a failure but in my own like Mm -hmm optimism of life I say there's no failures only lessons Mm -hmm. and so that kind of reinforces that to me yeah and I think about it too like when I was uh, taking the CPA and I took it so many times that I remembered everything that um, the instructors were saying in the training courses Mm -hmm. even though the the uh, the information would slightly change because they're always updating the rules but um, it just made me think about in the back of my head, I have sat with a recruiter that kind of became my mentor a little bit, but he would take me, um, we would touch base. And uh, one time we went out to lunch and he was like, if you want to return on the investment of your career um, or have an accounting degree, you need to get your CPA. No one's going to want to, um, you know, not necessarily hire, hire you because they need accountants, but you're not going to be able to live to your full potential unless you do this work and you know I think it was worth the fight because now I'm at the one percent of of this um profession okay, when it comes well or you know maybe 10 percent. maybe I might be exaggerating I but know. I I was thinking about black accountants yeah that's- you know a lot of them a lot of accountants period aren't cpas no, you know so. that's a go off then not a explain yourself that's yeah a, you better i will live take in that. i will take it live in that um and so i always try to 
anybody that I know that's an accountant, I always try to express how important it is to have options. Yeah. And so sometimes those fights that you are really trying to fight to get through, you just got to keep on fighting until you get to the finish line. So awesome. Go ahead and say it and we'll wrap it up. No, I was going to wrap it up. That's oh, okay. I, was, I was making sure that was like a confirmation that you said as much and you are content. As <laughs> I am content. It's late. I know. We, we wrapping it up. <laughs> I am content with our discussion on mindset. And I really appreciate all of the, um, let's just go with diaspora of thought that we brought to the table yeah and we're grateful that Bianca was able to come and join us in the flesh yes that is awesome awesome for us so Taylor (laughs) so Taylor where can you find us you can find us on Instagram at the inner circle dot pod gals or you can email us at the inner circle dot pod gals at gmail.com Yes. And make sure you guys don't forget to follow us on Spotify Mm -hmm. um, and that you subscribe to Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate us and leave a review. We'll love to read them. Yes. (laughs) So thank you guys for joining us for the beginning of season three. We're hoping that you guys can find some gems in there we're great we're so excited to be back we have so much in store for you guys in season three we're almost done wrapping up on it and um stay tuned so all right bye Bye. see ya take good care